Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints You might think they're saints, but they Some of them are sisters Two of them have sisters But there's one thing that's for certain It's their sisters Not Saints I'm Hillary. I'm Kristen. I'm Zoe. And I'm Megan. We should draw a Venn diagram of all of our names in that song. Like who has, because I'm a sister with a mister. So I would be in two circles. Yeah. Some of you wouldn't be in any circles. Well, that's rude. Zoe. Zoe. Zoe's not in any circles. Because you're at least a mistress. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mistress. You're a sister. Sisters. Two yeah. of them have misters. Right. What's Zoe? Oh, oh that is uh, how rude. Yeah, right. We're going to have to talk to our little jingle man. Yeah, maybe I should just go live in a cave. Yeah. yeah. You should. Hmm. Speaking of caves. <laughs> <laughs> what? And speaking of my name. Oh. Have y'all heard about Beatrice who went to live in a cave for 500 days? Yes. No. That's I did hear time. about 500 this. days. That's. A year and a half. Uh, yeah. And we should also clarify that Zoe's first name is Beatrice. Mm, true. Yeah. Good point. Okay. This was her idea. I love it. Me too. I she thought this is my dream. went yes. to um, some researchers and film a producer, like filmmakers, and said, I want to go live in a cave for 500 days. And they were like, all right, well, we'll film you. We'll set this all up. We'll pay for, mm. pay for all of this. Mm. Okay. It was a cave in Granada. And she started November 21st. Is that your birthday? Close. How no, rude that you don't know it. November 21st, 2021. So in the midst of COVID. And she was 230 feet deep. And what she did down there was exercise, drew, knit woolly hats, and read books. How many books do you think you could read in a year and a half? 500? I mean, a lot if it's just me in a cage. You just read a book every no day. Technology. Well, she's also knitting hats. Knitting takes a long time. And she's exercising and drawing. So she's got other hobbies. Yeah. So she'd still say 500. Wait, that's, wait. That's a book a day. 500 books? You think you could read 500 books in a year? That's a book in a, a day. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, if I were just sitting there, because that'd be half your day at least. Four to eight hours reading? No, you can't read that long. But you're, I can. How much, but how much time are you, you need time to knit the hats and to work out. <laughs> I would, But see, I would spend more time reading, less time knitting. So but I, would I know, do, but I'm saying she is. Oh, but you asked me how, how oh, many okay. I could read. You're right. So I would say 500, but I would probably knit 30 hats. You cannot read 500 <laughs> books. No, I, I couldn't, but I'm... That's too many books. I know some I people read really can fast. read a book a day. But. Well, it depends on how long the book is. Yeah. But if you had four to eight hours to read it... She um, read 60 books. Okay. She I follow... She must hats. be like me. I follow, I read one chapter and fall asleep. Oh, no. So scientists closely monitored. There were psychologists, researchers, Speleologist, which is a cave scientist, wow. they were all checking on her without contacting her. So they were all like studying her. Um, How did they check on her without contacting I think her? There was cameras. Well, creepy. Is she signed up for it? Yeah, Wait, she was, was there into any this. sort of electricity. She had 
light. Yes. Did she have a potty? I know you're always very interested in where oh, the poop is going. No, you know, uh, <laughs> you know I looked into this. I had I had a feeling this had to be poop related. I don't know. I don't know where she went. She didn't say that. But how many days of poop do you think before they collected it? Eight. Mm. Wait. What do you mean by collected it? So they would come and get it and take it out of the cave. Yes, but she would have to bring it to a place and then they would get it. So she had no contact with anyone for 500 She probably days. like tied but it to something. But she did get and they... food. The, the waste got taken away. Like she got special treats. Like I love this. Yeah. Sounds well, amazing. I, it sounds amazing. Days. I'm going to say eight a, days. It sounds amazing until you've got to poop in some kind of bucket and send it to somebody. I every, say two weeks. Every five poos. They would oh. come and collect her poop. That'd be like every five days. That's kind of the system I'm on with my dogs when they poop in the backyard. Yeah, me too. Like every five what? poops, it's yeah. time to clean. Um, what she said about it was, I left my offerings there as if to the gods and the gods left me food. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder if part of how they checked on her was they like checked her stool sample and made sure mm. she didn't have any diseases breeding or, you know. I could never do this. She was silent mm-hmm. for a year and a half. She didn't. Um, she didn't talk to herself. She didn't talk to anybody. The only time she talked was when she would talk into a camera to make kind of like a vlog. Are we going to get a, like a documentary about her time? Yes, we are. It's been fully recorded. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Um, but she said she didn't talk aloud to herself. So it was only when she was talking mm-hmm. to a camera recording okay. things that she was talking out loud. Was she take? Sorry, was she taking a vitamin D supplement? I'm not sure. She didn't mention that, but mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll learn more. I would love to learn everything. Mm-hmm. And also, so well, if she's in a cave, is there like water down there? Yes, she had a thousand liters of water. No, but like natural water. Like, why couldn't she go poop in the water? Well, you don't want to contaminate the you water supply. Want, it would mess up the be, cave ecosystem. Yeah, too. You, that's... You, Though okay. she said the worst thing that happened on there was there was an infestation of flies and they were just covering her. Oh, she, I mean, she God. hadn't been able to have a shower. I don't know if she... If they were sending her things to wipe her down, but she that was the first thing she wanted to do when she got out was take yeah. a shower. So yeah. So could she I guess you don't know if she was able to wash herself at all? I mean, I'm I I guess it wasn't enough to to like a real shower. Yeah, to really feel so that clean. Opened. Well, Where again, did she probably did just miss having furniture? a real shower. A tent? Like what was her living situation? I don't know. They didn't say that either. Like a bed? They carried a bed down there, sleeping bag. They delivered her food, obviously, and then she would get special treats, and sometimes that was an avocado or a fresh egg. Wow. What was the point of this? The point was to study the impact of social isolation and extreme temporary dysentery- disorientation on people's perception of time. Mm-hmm. So after two months, she lost track of time. Okay. And when they took her out, they said, how long do you think you were there and she said about 160 to 170 days that's the part i saw where she said that she only thought she'd been down there for like 160 days but they came and got her they came and got her i don't think they and she didn't think she'd made it the 500 no i just don't think she i mean she lost perception of time i think she it was kind of like wow it's already it's done done, yeah Yeah, she said when they got when they came to get her she was sleeping kind of dozing (laughs) off and she said, already? No way. I hadn't finished my book. <laughs> she was like ready to stay. She loved it. And overall, she said it was excellent and unbeatable. Wow. What, could she have left earlier if she wanted to? I don't think she would have. She even said before she went underground, she said 
don't bring me out under any circumstances, even if a family member dies. Wow. And she said that my family will understand. I've talked to them about this. This is an experiment I'm doing. I'm not coming out. And there was kind of a, a wrench Weird. at the very beginning. I, she was like a week or two in and there was a hurricane mm. or some crazy thing was happening. And so they took her out and set up a tent somewhere else where she still didn't have contact with anybody. Mm. And wow. then once the weather went away, they brought her back in. So that it was actually more than 500 days because mm-hmm. they, I think they didn't count that or something, that in between time they didn't count. So that's weird. Like you wouldn't think a hurricane would af- affect her in a cave. I, I don't know that it was a hurricane. It was some kind of natural disaster. Mm-hmm. Something that happened that they had mm-hmm. to take her out and it was close to the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that I could do this. Were there bats? I don't know about bats. I think rabies would have been a big consideration. Where's she from? Is she from America? No. She's Mm. from, I know it was in Granada, but is she from Granada? I didn't say where she's from. Yeah, that's interesting. There's no way an American did this. Um, She was 48 when she went in and 50 when she came out. I mean, fairly young. She missed Russia invading Ukraine. COVID was, we were still right in COVID and Queen Elizabeth died during that time. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I would make it the 500 days. No way. I wonder what the 500 days, you know, represents. Like, what right. is, why that length of time? Um, before that, the longest people uh. trapped underground was the 33 Chilean miners. Mm. That was 69 days. Wow. wow. So she beat it by a lot. Interesting. I wonder what they learned. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the documentary and learn more about her experience. I just can't imagine not seeing the sun for that long. Yeah, that's what, like, I feel like, Maybe got, there was some light coming in, though. Maybe it wasn't a totally dark cave. You know how some have some light? But then no, you have she to was, be by the um, entrance. Yeah, 230 feet underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they have those, like, crap, you know, like the cracks in the rocks, though? You don't think she had that? Not 230 feet underground. And I also just, yeah, it would it would be scary. Like, yeah. I could see being well, trapped a, away with no contact, but in a cave just seems scary peter and i used to go caving like uh-huh. spelunking yeah and caves are pitch black yeah pitch black yeah i mean you have your headlight on but sometimes for fun we turn them off and it is very disorienting and yeah. it is the most dark you can imagine i was gonna say it would be so scary and so to be i down just there. can't imagine being in a being down there for that long because mm-hmm. we would cave all day with friends and even being you know however many hours five hours or something it is very disorienting and weird. And at some point you get really anxious mm-hmm. and you feel like you're not going to be able to find your way out mm-hmm. or you're going to get caved in or like, it's yeah. just, yeah, well, that's a really long time. I mean, darkness just messes with you because even like when you go to see a movie and you come out mm-hmm. after being in the dark for so long, you come out and it's like the middle of the afternoon and you're like, Oh gosh, I was like ready that for bed. The yeah. first thing was that she was having trouble keeping her balance. Mm. The sun was hurting her eyes and she mm. wanted a shower. So those were her biggest things right when she came out because the reporters were stopping her there and she said as soon as i go take a shower i will come back out and she gave an interview for like an hour oh wow wow the balance thing is interesting Mm -hmm. i guess just being so far underground Mm -hmm. it just i think it's more the darkness that's messing with your perception but yeah maybe she couldn't stand up and walk around that much just like the i don't know pressure i wonder how much she tried to explore in the cave if at all right oh we've got to watch this documentary viewing party Mm -hmm. i wonder when it comes out and where? Yeah, does it say? No, I think it's they're probably be still like at least piecing a it together. Yeah, I don't think they. No. Dang. Um, no okay, I was wrong. It was mm. around day three hundred. It was a technical problem. Mm. So 
she spent eight days in a tent without making contact with anyone before returning to the cave. Mm, okay, so they must have had something down there to monitor her. Wow, that's really interesting and bizarre. No, I would never go. I don't want to even go into a cave for a brief period of time. Caves scare me. Well, that was very interesting, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're listening, it has been two weeks since you've heard us talk about our rewardishment challenge. And to recap, we each had a challenge to complete. And if all four of us complete our individual challenges, we get a group reward. If one of us doesn't complete the individual challenge, all four of us get the group punishment. And I know you're all thinking it's been two weeks. We want to know what sisters have failed, what sisters did not fail. Are we going to Restoration Hardware and having our fancy dinner or are we donating to Donald Trump? And we hate to ruin some of the magic of podcasting, but it has not been two weeks in real time. I don't think we need to explain time to the audience. It's been two weeks for you, but it has not been two (laughs) weeks for us. So hang with us another week. An update is coming, but not yet. Are we ready to move to the next topic? Uh, Ready and willing. Okay. There's a new social experiment. Oh, living in a cave? No, that's... Challenging your friends to a rewardishment? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. No. What's the next thing we have to do? No, you don't have to. I'm just so they're calling it the biggest social experiment in the world right oh, now. Check me out. And it's called, um, I guess it doesn't have a name. It's just the world's biggest social <laughs> experiment. It's taking place for singles and it doesn't require a dating app. So it's okay. for people that are tired of dating apps and want to move away from that and meet people in the real world. And so what they're asking people to do, there's this green is go into the real world that and when you do you wear a green ring there's a certain green ring you wear on your hand and if you have that ring on it tells people that you're single you're available you're looking to meet somebody oh, like the hats we never made yeah. that say i'm single exactly like that but apparently it's global it's well i think middle schoolers already did this in the early aughts uh, also this is just a different form of a wedding ring that's true. You have a wedding ring on, or you don't. Well, this is telling people that you're okay being approached. Like you're look, like you're interested. I'm looking. It's not like leave me alone. I'm it's ready like, and willing. Yeah, like I'm looking for someone, so feel free to approach me. It's kind of like I'm on. Mm-hmm. Come and have a combo. Um, and there is, I guess, a hashtag, and there is an Instagram for it. It's at biggest social experiment. Tons of people are doing it. So when you say a green ring, is like an emerald or am I supposed to like be walking around with an emerald? It's not an emerald. I'll show you a picture of the it's ring. A specific green like ring. Like a green what? silicone That's ring? That's what I imagine yes. it. It's yeah. a green silicone ring. Oh, so, so like you, mint green? Yep. Oh, let me see. So if you see someone out shade? in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love oh, the color. Or a mint green yeah. ring. I would, I would immediately look at that and think either it's one of those just popular yeah. silicone rings. Yeah. Like a wedding ring or like don't they have those fitness rings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They say that um, 76% of people say they're willing to be approached in real life, but there's no way of knowing. Like people are intimidated. And so this is just sort of like removing a barrier. And not to defend men because who would at this time? But I feel like I'm sure it is harder for men to approach women nowadays because we're all just so scared. And I'm sure they're scared. They're scared to scare us. listening boyfriends on our chat thoughts yeah like i just i'm sure it is hard for like hard to be a man and go up to a woman and be like hey the only thing i think about this is that does it make you more of a target like if you're a single girl at a bar and you have this green ring on a 
group of men clock you and they're like, hey, look, she's. Well, I don't, I don't think know. that you could wear it out to a bar. But that's like, what people exactly are wearing. Yeah, should. where else are you going to wear it? No, because if we're all wearing these green rings to signify that we're like single and ready to mingle, you're wearing it in your daily life to the grocery store, to work, but also to the bar. No, that's t- that's too scandalous. No, no that's, <laughs> that's where exactly if you look at the you ha- Instagram the right mindset to yeah. have somebody come and approach you. Yeah, it's no, where you're- that's where you're going to get date raped. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're not going by, you're not yourself. by yourself. You're still with your girlfriends. You still keep all the same rules that women have to keep. Exactly, because of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. But you're yeah. just saying you're available. Although, I mean, honestly, if you're going to a bar, you don't need to have anything to say you're available. They're just going to assume you are. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think you wear it to the bar. I think you wear it to the park, to the... Well, you I think know, you wear it everywhere. There are lots yeah. of people yeah. who go to bars that are in relationships and they hate when somebody comes and they're like, no, I'm married. And, you know, whatever. Just yeah. put the ring on at the bar. Mm-hmm. Megan. That's where you meet people. The bar? Places like that where there's so can, other single people. Can so, Megan and Zoe do the social experiment and see yeah. if anyone notices? Because well, I just feel like I wonder if anyone here would even notice. I feel like it would have to be a bigger known thing for me to start walking around with a mint green ring on my finger. Well, I would just do it and see You what guys happens. could start it. You could join up with this social experiment, promote it as part of the podcast, and go to Nashville. Sure, get me a ring. We're going to craft fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's true take crafty it to crafty bastards, bastards and see let's, what you let's put no, I, we would just be wearing matching rings and people would think we're married <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cute <laughs> I like it either way I, I think you should just do it just to see what happens I wish it was a cuter ring but I guess yeah. it has to be neon green yeah and you don't want it like a fancy ring that could get stolen no it's the color mixed with the the silicone the it's silicone. like, it's, like but yeah. it's the whole thing mm-hmm. it's like I'm married but I'm so sporty I can't wear oh, a ring I wonder okay. if you wear it on your ring finger i went to their instagram because i thought i could find a link to buy it and their instagram is private oh interesting maybe you have to buy it and then do you no, buy that's you, intentional you. so that they don't get bots and they yeah. want people to have to see their yeah. follow yeah. them to get, see their content yeah otherwise I just was surprised oh yeah no that's common all right i'm gonna join experiment you're gonna join the experiment the first I mean, release is sold out second release ending soon I mean, do you think Peter's going to care that you're doing, I'm doing the experiment? it for you? <laughs> hey, I'm already signed up for the AI boyfriend. Zoe's got to do the mint green boyfriend. Oh, that's oh you get a set of three rings for $25. Why do you need three? Oh. Okay, we got to rope somebody else into this. I'll make Taylor. Taylor. Okay. She's like an honorary. Yeah. She's like a friend of the podcast. She's in a lot of our videos and stuff. <laughs> She's a friend of the pod. <laughs> Believe it or not, we have other people we know. So now we're just going to look like a thruple. They're, then they're friendship rings. We all have matching <laughs> friendship rings. Well, then should we get Kristen and Hillary one? Well, if you are out and about, do you want to hear some of the latest dating? I just paid for it. Terminology. Did you buy it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Peter's not going to like that. All right. So now once we get our rings, what do we do? Yeah. So it says, picture this. You're currently single and cobwebbing. In the aftermath of your previous failed relationship, the attractive person you thought had Riz is starting to exhibit beige flags. So you turn to your ongoing situationship for attention. But deep down, you hope to meet someone worth soft launching. Can you relate? So anyway, those are some of the modern dating terms that you might hear out and about. Do you want me to define some of them? Sure. Did any of them like ring bells? No. You don't know what any of them are? Yeah, I've heard those. I've heard a few. Okay, go. Um, cobwebbing. Yeah. What do, you, that, what do you think cobwebbing is? Cobwebbing. I have a really gross definition for it. Okay. Okay. Did anybody watch Drop Dead Fred? 
Yes, yes, of course. You know the part where he's on the floor and looks under the woman's skirt? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? Cobwebs. Cobwebs. <laughs> so that's what I think of cobwebbing. Okay. <laughs> Any other guesses? That's a good movie. That's a good one. No, it's purging any mementos from your previous relationship like old sweaters Mm -hmm. photos so like when you're ready to move on you cobweb breadcrumbing oh i know about breadcrumbing when someone consistently checks in with a romantic prospect and dangles the possibility of a date and keeps Mm -hmm. them interested Mm -hmm. but never follows through yeah i have heard that term just like Mm kind of keeping people on the hook well you know what cuffing is we did a whole dance to this last season it's cuffing You know what cuffing season. is? Is it about cuffing? Yeah. It's derived from the word handcuffed, and it's the act of getting tied down to one partner for the season. So once you go into the colder months of the year, which is known as cuffing <laughs> yeah. season, you locked in on one person for your winter months. And- so there's three kinds of flags, green, red, and beige. You know what green flags are. Mm-hmm. You know what red flags are. What are beige flags? Mm. Boring. Oh, you think someone's like boring? Yeah. It would be a beige flag? Yeah, they'll be like a... Yeah. Like vanilla. Just boring. What's beige? Yeah, she's actually right. Like dull, (laughs) boring, or lack effort. Yeah, Yeah, so if someone's showing beige flags, it's not good or bad. They're just like not for you. Beige. Yeah. Do you know what riz means? Riz? Yeah. No. Yes, I do. What? (gasps) Charisma. Yeah. Do they have riz? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the new thing, the way they're describing people. Young people slang. People are always talking about Harry Styles having riz. It sounds like Uh, something they would talk about on um, Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. I don't watch that. I don't either. Situationship. You know what that uh, is. Friend with benefits kind of thing, but it's not defined. Soft launching a relationship. How would you describe it? Like where you post a picture yeah. of y'all doing something, but maybe it's in like a carousel and it's the second picture and you're together yeah. and yeah. you don't say anything about it in the yeah. post. You're just like fun weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get our rings. We're going to hit the town. We're going to soft launch. We're going to riz. We're going to avoid beige flags. Avoid beige flags unless you're into that. Some people have to like the boring people. Then that person wouldn't be beige to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Beige people are colorful people to other people? Yeah. But, yeah. Some people are some... Oh, like yeah. potato people. Yeah. What's a potato person? Like a beige person. Like yeah. just, you know, like a bland baked potato, nothing special, mm-hmm. no butter, no salt. Oh my God. Butter toast. Let's eat it. No, sorry. Milk toast. Do you guys um, know this? a little bit more nervous you, about the milk toast than the butter do toast. Do you know this phrase milk toast? No. No. You yeah. haven't heard it? I've heard it, yeah. Is it a dating term? No. Okay, but it's a... It's like an insult that's going around. Yes. And it's spelled M-I-L-Q-U-E, toast. And it means a timid or feeble person. So it's kind of a beige person. Mm -hmm. It's called, But it's pronounced milk toast. And it actually came from a comic book character from 1924. The character's name was Milk Toast. And he was a a beige person. And so that's where this phrase comes in comes from was just this person's name and that's how we use the word now like Mm -hmm. oh that person's milk like milk toast hey speaking of things that we all recently read online you Mm -hmm. mentioned milk toast i read today that this is off topic but just jumped in my brain isaac newton predicted that the world would end in 2060 Mm -hmm. and has like he thinks solid proof that it's going to end. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, God, my kids would be 47, 45, 41. Like, what would I do differently as a parent 
if I if we knew for sure if like someone NASA like someone said okay it's true like you have until 2060 then the world is ending what would you do differently with your kids or your own life if you only had if you knew they were only going to live to 47 45 and 41 would would you put them in college like what would you do I don't know I think I'd spend a lot more money traveling the thing is, I feel like everyone would, and then the economy would just collapse. I don't think most people would do anything drastically different. different. Yeah. I think we don't know how to live any other way. And to have this thing looming over you, you would just try to... Well, because I feel like it's been looming over us forever. Yeah. You know, because wasn't the world supposed to end in... Always. Like the Aztec yeah. calendars always say this. But what if we had proof? Kind of like that movie like that we came out. Certain. Like look up. Yeah. It was like definitely like, okay, this is 100% but, sure. But I think again, people would try to spend more time... You would try to spend more time with them. But I mean, if you had three... If right now you had three years until they were going to die, like you would still have to go out and do things. You'd still mm-hmm. spend time with friends and not your children. You'd spill... You still spend time doing other things mm-hmm. that like your brain just can't like. Well, I mean, it would be like that movie. Don't look up. Did y'all all see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking like, about. I feel like most people wouldn't even believe it, even if they're saying, no, we've got rock solid proof. Yeah. People would be too scared to believe mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yeah. And and they would also just be like, ah, well, someone bigger, better, smarter will fix this before it's my problem. I think a lot of resources would be diverted to trying to fix it. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's just like hard to imagine if I knew this to be true that I'd be sending my kids to school every day where they're taking standardized tests and sitting in a classroom. But they would have to, you would have to. Yeah, because they're, they're still time they, that they're going to grow up yeah. and want to have jobs. Right, because you don't have a way to support them yeah. until they're 47. But I, I think mean, I would. would have to. I, it wouldn't make you think of everything in a different perspective. You would look at things in a yeah. different light and think like, is that worth my time? But Does you, it have you the same value? Look at, it like that now yeah you could yeah yeah of course but right because i mean you can death is always looming yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. okay i know well i know (laughs) i'm just saying like that's why i just don't think we would yeah nothing would change nothing would change especially if it's so far away because even if it was right there that would still that would fade after a couple weeks like Mm -hmm. yeah right because if you told me we have rock solid proof that in 2067 is that what you said 2060. 2060. 2060, the world is ending. I'd be like, well, I still have to go to work tomorrow. Well, we would be like, I'd be 77. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wouldn't change yeah. a ton, you know? Yeah. But for my kids, you know, like, do th- I guess they'd still have time to get married. And mm-hmm. did they have kids? That's a question I guess they would have to. I guess you'd have to follow up in years. I feel like someone would fix it. Yeah. But in this case, maybe not. Maybe it's the real deal. I don't know. It's just interesting. My first thought was like, well, obviously, I don't want them to go to school and sit in the classroom for eight hours a day and take these dumb tests. But they're getting, they're making friends there and and they're learning. And why would you? Well, my thought went to, okay, I'd put them in like a Montessori school kind of thing where they're like in a more hands on, like life's more fun kind of thing and have more time. That's what that's what I was like. Okay, shoot. If that is important to me, why are they in public school? Yeah. Why are they not in like a school where they're? Mm hmm. Yeah, so it just made that it made me like think, okay, wait, if I'm not happy with this, I could just fix it now. Right. Yeah, that's I think Zoe's point. I mean, we have to live every day like mm-hmm. we're dying. Yeah. Cause you never know. That is true. All right. Should we end this morbid convo and uh help some people with our bright, yeah. joyful spirits? Let's oh, do yeah. it. Lift them up. Oh yeah. Ready for a question one? Hit us with question numero numo. Wait. 
<laughs> Numero uno. My friend is engaged and I know she's had multiple affairs. I do not mm. know her fiance well. They've been mostly long distance for years and only recently live in the same city. Over the past two years, she has slept with other men, told me about it and made excuses about why it's okay. Yikes. She says she needs some physical connection while her fiance is not there, that it doesn't mean anything at all and that it doesn't count since they aren't married yet. I don't think she has cheated since her fiance has moved here, but I still feel like he has a right to know. Should I tell him and risk ruining my friendship? I can't imagine watching them get married knowing what I know. You know what they say. Different area codes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't count. I thought you were going to say different hoes. Different hoes and different, different zip codes. codes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I hate this friend. Well, but I mean, you you don't know this guy. You're not close with him. Yeah, but okay, so now they all live in the same city. They're going to get married. Yeah. Then what if you start hanging out all the time and you become close friends? The way that she's talking about it, though, I'm not totally convinced the guy doesn't know. Because she's like, they, I, like, I need physical companionship. I, And she hasn't done it since he moved. Maybe it's just okay. Maybe it's not a problem. I... No, because she said her friend told her about the affairs and was like, I don't think it counts. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm doing anything wrong. I think she would have yeah. said, oh, he knows and he's okay with it. If she never said that, then I think your sure moment to know. tell him is the moment she tells you. But if you're fine sitting on it all this time, I don't know how you have a right to then when he moves there, be like, oh, by the way, I don't know if you know, but Sarah has right. been cheating on you for the last two years. I don't know. Maybe you just feel more guilty when you actually see him, you know, before he was like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I would feel I would just talk to the friend and just say like yeah. like this is bad. I feel like I wouldn't tell him. No, I wouldn't tell him either, but because and if she's and but I would say if you're like whatever has happened has happened. You're not a great person. But if you're telling me now that you are in the same city, this isn't gonna be an issue and you're ready to get married. But if it becomes an issue and you make me become close with this guy and like I'm going to be his friend, then I will tell him. Yeah, I just feel like I'm not the morality police, so right. I can't go and rat out my friend. But I would just say, like, I, you've put me in a really difficult situation where I'm going to be mingling with him, and if something comes up, it's going to put me on the spot. Hey, Sarah, remember when you were banging I all don't, those dudes? Yeah, like, I don't want to be in a position to hide your stuff, you I know? I have been in this yeah. position really? before. There was not concrete cheating, mm. but my friend knew that the guy was probably not doing what he should be doing to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So she had that evidence and she told me about it and I didn't tell the mutual friend. I said, she should. I mm-hmm. said, that's your responsibility. You have this information. You should say something. And she didn't. Yeah, I've also been in this situation, but it's been like I'm not close enough to the guy to feel like it's my place to yeah, blow would, up a relationship. I would feel so guilty, but I would talk to the friend mm-hmm. to let them know. Yeah, that, I mean, I still kind of feel guilty for not, but it also was like I didn't have that information mm-hmm. and I it was like kind of a gray area. And so it was like, well, I'm not just going to say something and mm-hmm. then get your friend in yeah. trouble. So it just... Some yeah. people just aren't great people. Yeah, but most likely she's going to cheat on him again because if she didn't think it was a big deal then and she's just like, oh, he's back now. I'm going to stop sleeping around. I don't know. I don't believe that. 
But maybe she just needed physical companionship. But but at some point in her marriage, you know, right. they might have like a dry spell or something. And so what? She's just going to go cheat on him? I think so. Yeah. I think so too. Maybe they have an arrangement, but that's the thing. I don't like to get involved in people's business because maybe right. they do and it's just not and my also, place, you know? I would just be worried that as the friend going to the guy that I don't even really know, I'm going to look like I want that guy. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be the obvious comeback for the friend then to just throw me under the bus and be like, oh, clearly she's just got like feelings for you. Oh, have y'all what... ever told somebody that they're being cheated on? Mm-mm. I have. And it did no. not go well. Exactly. It's like nobody wants to know. Yeah. They, yeah, like, they cut me out of their mm-hmm. lives and were very yeah. rude. And I exactly. had... Like you like the, seen it with my own eyes. The messenger always gets and shot. was told that it was I was doing that because I was jealous and wanted to See? be with her boyfriend. Yeah. Exactly my point. Because that's exactly what the girl's gonna do. She's gonna yeah, say, true. Oh no, Trisha just wants you. She told me she thinks you're cute. She thinks she can get me out of the picture and then mm-hmm. you're all hers. Girls are so biatch. Okay. Well, but this guys a... Yeah. But girls are also But if yeah. you were being I cheated just... on, you would want to know. Of course. Kristen? Uh, I don't know. I don't... You wouldn't want to know if James was sleeping with another woman? Yeah, but I don't know that... I don't know. I just don't know how I'd want to hear that information. You know, let's... I don't like to get involved in people's stuff, and it would just, I feel like, make it harder to have more people involved mm-hmm. in it, you know? Like, it would be so uncomfortable then to be around those people. So I just... I don't know. But so you would not want to know because it would be uncomfortable to be around like your friends? Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like not a, a situation I can even like wrap my head around. Right. Mm-hmm. No, if, if if anybody hears Peter sleeping with someone, I'd prefer you tell me <laughs> the second. Would you really though? Of course I would. Okay. I don't yeah. like lying Yeah, is my number one. I cannot stand even yeah. a white lie. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. It is my number yeah. one pet peeve. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being lied to or deceived in some way, that's like the ultimate, like I want mm-hmm. to know. But okay. here's the thing, like when you, so say I told you, mm-hmm. then Peter obviously is going to say like, well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then it just, how do I prove my case? I just I feel like it makes you. it so hard for the, the <laughs> I would friend, believe you. you know? Because, well, unless you were just like, I have a feeling, yeah. <laughs> then maybe not. But right. like, I, if I you saw Peter talking to, me, to a mom at school. Right. Bad. But like, if one yeah. of you came to me, I would know that you knew yeah. he was cheating on me. You wouldn't just be like, I have a sixth sense yeah. about it. You would know. So why wouldn't I like if you were like I saw him kissing somebody or I read right. the text message or whatever like you would I would believe that yeah why wouldn't yeah. I yeah I don't know it's a hard one for me I just can't think of this you know y'all are I promise to never lie to you if about Peter cheating on you yeah no I mean I feel like I would have <laughs> and to tell you but you're not like the kind wouldn't... of friends that I'd be like oh you just want to date you. <laughs> <laughs> It would still be really hard. To- we would have to make Zoe tell you. <laughs> you just want to date. You me. just want to date Peter, don't you? You're Zoe? so obsessed with your brother. <laughs> just want Hillary out of the picture. You can have him all to yourself. But no. your master plan. Yeah. I mean, right? It's more likely that you'd want Peter out of the picture. <laughs> just spend all your time with Hillary. Y'all would have like eighteen dogs and cats. Yeah, I'll, come, I'll tell life. Peter Hillary's <laughs> cheating on him. <laughs> He'd still be like, okay, that's whatever. <laughs> I don't think that would be his response. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, sisters, I have a coworker situation. My coworker stinks. 
She stinks all the time. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's BO, gas, or what, but it's really bad and so hard to focus when having a conversation. She looks clean and dresses well, so I really don't know what it is. Is there a polite way to tell someone they stink? How can I word it in a sensitive way? Mm. This is really hard. And this has been something that I've been a part of before. Yeah, me too. Oh, what did you do? It comes up for me at like my job. I'm in recruiting, basically. And sometimes we'll have clients where I'm in industrial recruiting. So it's not like your run of the mill office jobs. Um, But we'll have clients that are like, hey, this person really stinks. Can you talk to them about it? And it's like, what do you say? What do you say? Yeah. (laughs) I've had those conversations in regular corporate America. What what do you say? You just have to. Well, the thing is always, I would say always go to your manager or HR. Don't confront them yourself. Let them handle it because they're removed from the situation. I've had to have convos like this with people. And I just say like, hey, so-and-so asked me to have this conversation with you. You rat them out? Yeah. Well, you're the manager. Yeah. The manager is usually there. Like like the manager is the one who complained. It's like someone under the manager. Right, right. You don't say who complained. Yeah. Just we're hearing some. (laughs) Christy told us you stink. You stink bad. (laughs) We're hearing some complaints about some body odor and you guys work in a really small area and so just want to be cognizant of how we're showing up in the workplace and making sure that we're being aware of our surroundings and I don't know if there's anything that we can do to let us know if there's anything we can do like if we can help you in some way or if there's any kind of medical condition that we can help you with any accommodations we can provide Yada, yada, yada. That's usually the spiel. That's basically yeah. what okay. we do. But then we sense. also provide like a little goodie bag of deodorant, yeah. toothpaste, things mm-hmm. like that. And just say like, you know, here's some things. If you need refills, let us know. Right. Because especially in my, it's sometimes it's like a issue where a they money. don't have financial yeah. means right. to. We'll offer gift cards a yeah. lot of the time. Like just take this and get whatever right. you need. And yeah, okay. it happens a lot with like candles too in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Any smells like that. Yeah, it comes up a lot. I could see or, that. Yeah, cologne, or fishy in the microwave. You know, your classic. People complain about cologne a lot. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the combo there. Like Small spaces. Yeah. One squirt. <laughs> yeah. Not four. So the answer is to go to HR. Or your manager. Yeah. 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 If it's really disruptive. The managers don't even want to have this conversation without HR present usually because they can be accused of like discriminating culturally or based mm-hmm. on like, you know, mm-hmm. it just gets really tricky. What yeah. if it's a friend though? Was this not a friend or was this a coworker? She just said coworker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what if this was a friend? Well, or what if this is a small company that doesn't have traditional HR no. or what managers? What if this is a friend or... who always stinks? Are you trying to tell us something? No. That wasn't very convincing. It wasn't. I'm just saying. Which one of us stinks? Oh, I think it's you. We've all been meaning to talk to you, Zoe. <laughs> okay, well, how would you do it? Zoe, I don't know. I think that you need to wash your sweatshirts outside of your dog blankets. But you've never said that. I know. I've never noticed you smelling. I think it, I don't, I don't think yeah, you smell. Yeah, it'd be different if like it was a one time, like mm. you walked in, I was like, oh my God, Zoe, why do you yeah. smell so weird? But if like you just smelled all the time, mm. that would be yeah. hard. That would be hard. Yeah, I, I don't think I would because there's a lot of medical conditions, even things like diabetes that can make people have an aroma. And I just don't like to make people uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know that I would say anything to a friend. If a friend continually smelled bad, I don't know that I would say anything. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. I worked with a stylist who wore natural deodorant and she mm, always yeah. stunk. She would walk through a room and mm, stink. Yeah. No one said anything. Yeah. I think that's the better way. Yeah. It was, it was really hard Although, to be around her. Although, if it were you, would you want to be told? 
Because mm. I would. I'm not wearing natural deodorant. No. But I'd wear like a healthy deodorant and I'm always nervous. Although I think the one I have is really good because I smell it and mm-hmm. it smells good. But mm. I would tell you. Okay. Yeah. I pref- would tell you. I would prefer someone be like, your deodorant's not working. I don't know that I would tell you, but I think Zoe would. Like I tell you people when food are in their teeth yeah. and their flies down, it's much more less embarrassing for like me to just quickly tell you hey this yeah. thing then you walk around yeah. all day and like, i wouldn't be embarrassed if you told me i'd be like oh thank god you told yeah. me I need to get you wouldn't be embarrassed if one of us came to you and were like you've been stinking lately no i don't think i would if it was one of y'all because okay. then i think i'd be embarrassed knowing that like if, oh man i've been stinking at work and no one told me yeah, and you know, i like, said you've been stinking for five years like mm-hmm. that would be hard but if like she just started showing up and was like yeah. stinking more like like, oh, like your deodorant's not right. working. Like, like your, remember Hillary your... before the stinky days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Back when she smelled good. So good luck with that. Good luck with stinky stinky. Hey, sisters. I've got a group. I've got a group chat issue. I'm in a group chat with four girlfriends. We typically chat daily, but lately the group chat has been pretty quiet. I felt some tension within the group, but not sure why. One friend is my roommate who has been more standoffish than normal. Well, the other day, her phone was sitting on the kitchen counter and a notification popped up for a group chat titled Memorial Weekend Group. About a month ago, the four of us were talking about planning a beach trip together over Memorial Weekend. Now I feel certain that they must be planning it without me and chatting in a different group chat. What do I do now? Should I confront them? I feel so hurt. This is always a fear of mine. I was worried that one of y'all wrote this for a I while. I did too. I, I was like, oh my God. I texted Hillary and I said, did you write this? Because I had only gotten through the first <laughs> sentence. So I was like, you, I know, you, we got to Memorial Day weekend on? and I'm like, oh God. Okay. It's not um, us. I'm in two group chats mm-hmm. of four girls. Uh-huh. And so that's always like a fear of mine that there's like a side chat yeah. happening. Well, and sometimes there is a side chat. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like Kristen I mean, talk yeah, like, about things that just don't pertain right. to like you or know, Zoe us. and I have yeah. a side chat, but it's not. But right. I mean, like a like like all, a like three, three of us are like a yeah. purposeful like leaving yeah. someone out, like our no not Hillary like chat. a I'm having a Christian conversation yeah. side yeah. chat, like a. Yeah. I think you can have friends you do certain things with, mm-hmm. and other you don't you don't have to have that be your travel friends, but. I do think the fact that this was like a group of four people mm-hmm. and one of them's the roommate and they had kind of planned it together originally all together and now they're doing it without her. Like I kind yeah. of think maybe this friendship is ending. I mean, yeah, it sounds like it. I but- think her feelings will be too hurt. Maybe they're planning on surprising her though. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's where i would go i would think like maybe they're planning a surprise on like, for doing, me. like a surprise she's trip and then be even more disappointed yeah. Yeah. yeah do you think she should not say like hey i know you're having another side chat but maybe just be like hey like i'm feeling like tension or like something's off like i just want you to like, i think how did i do something to upset you guys yeah well yeah because i'm always talking out i'm a talker so if i've done something to upset someone i want them to tell me mm-hmm not just like but move on with the friendship without me but they're purposely leaving her out yeah but that's uh, yeah but that's what i'm agree i would say like hey i feel like something's different is yeah, she could, did i, I think, do something yeah but then also if you don't want to be so confrontational because i know a lot of people aren't i would just maybe text the group chat and be like hey i know we were talking about going away for memorial day weekend is anybody still interested in doing that would love to get something planned it's coming up quick i think she should just with her roommate be like hey my feelings hurt will you like tell me what's going on if you guys don't yeah. like want me to go on this trip or whatever or like 
do you not want to be friends with me? Yeah, I did forget yeah. one of them is her roommate. I guess that would be the good, like the one yeah. to go to and I guess be like, go to hey, the roommate. is something up? Yeah, I don't know. Do y'all not really like hard. me anymore? Am I the problem? Well, what if they say yes? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, like she's gonna hate herself regardless. So she might as well ask the question. Yeah, she's gonna drive herself crazy well, over this and come up with all these different scenarios, and they. Yeah are planning this trip without her so but also don't ask if you don't want the answer because if you're gonna go to a group of girls and say like hey i feel like something's off like y'all are kind of phasing me out is what did i do i think you have to be willing to hear the feedback also that's true like i think you don't ask if you're not in a place to hear it and you're not going to accept that maybe sometimes you are the problem yeah and yeah I think that's you- true you have to go in knowing like this might be yeah. a, an opportunity for me to grow yeah but still that's really hard it is hard yeah, and I just, I struggle with, like, the dynamic of three girls leaving one out. That would be a deal breaker for me. Like, I wouldn't want to be a part of that group if they would do that to one person. Yeah. Yeah, but, but wouldn't you, you want to know, know why? why? Like, and try no. to fix it. Yeah, no, I've, I don't think the why matters. I don't think the why well, matters no, either. I think You've shown too. your true colors. Like, No, not necessarily, because what if that person did something that was, a, like, continually is offending them or upsetting them? They don't know on their end how to approach it. Then they still didn't handle it right, in my opinion, because they could have come to her one on one and had a real conversation instead of planning a trip behind her back and leaving her out of it. They were the ones in the wrong. But maybe it depends on the age. I don't know. Because like if the... Say me and Christian and Zoe planned Mm -hmm. a Disney trip without you, Megan. We decided we didn't like you. Like You're not still showing up. I'm like, 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 sorry. That would be really terrible of us. But if we were... 20 mm-hmm. and then we just don't know how to deal with conflict yeah. and we're just avoiding it yeah and then maybe it could be different and you could still like talk it out and work it like we're at the age we're like we're too mature to, to <laughs> do something like that yeah but maybe like younger people could could be maybe a learning situation for all of them yeah for that girl to learn like where she was offensive in her friendship mm-hmm. and for the other three to learn like how their choice was really hurtful. Yeah, like I think both can be wrong. Yeah. And both can learn and be better and you can't just cut people off, I guess is how I would look at yeah. it. Is Especially, I guess it depends on your investment in this friendship. If you do like them and you do want to be back in their good graces, talk, just talk. Yeah, but it, that, yeah, that's just really hurtful. Yeah, it it's is sad. hurtful, but mm-hmm. but maybe you have hurt them Yeah, and you don't know it. So I think everybody just has to talk. Yeah. yeah, and then so you can kind of decide from that first. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. three against one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, and then um, are y'all going to Disney without me? We're not. We're not. I made it too clear. We're not sample. <laughs> Don't let her see our Memorial group chat. Day weekend. <laughs> it is coming up. <laughs> As always, thanks for taking our advice. Keep sending in your anonymous questions at sistersnotsaints.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. Help the sisters out and be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you're listening to this episode. It really helps us out. Until next time. Bye. Bye.